0: Hi everyone, this is Monica Reinagel. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nutrition Diva podcast. We're talking about vegan cuisine this week, but with a special focus on non-vegans. Although vegans may be relatively few in number, everyone, even meat eaters, should have a few good vegan recipes in their repertoire. You might have a vegan friend or family member coming for dinner, Or maybe you've decided to join the millions of American families and institutions that now observe Meatless Monday. Or maybe you're following Mark Bittman's advice and eating vegan for breakfast and lunch. Fortunately, vegan cooking is not as daunting as you might think. First, what do and don't vegans eat? Unlike vegetarians, who may eat eggs and dairy products, vegans do not eat any animal products whatsoever. So that means meat, poultry, and fish, also eggs, dairy, and even honey. Now, full-time vegans and vegan restaurants often make extensive use of what I think of as analogs, vegan versions of non-vegan foods. At most well-stocked grocery stores, for example, you can buy chorizo, made out of tofu, or canned tuna made from pea protein, a dozen different kinds of non-dairy milks, yogurts and cheeses, and egg replacers made from potato and tapioca starch. And there are also a few tricks you can use at home. You can blend up raw cashews with ice water to make something that looks like whipped cream. Nutritional yeast can substitute for parmesan cheese. And you can use chia seeds to make vegan pudding and jello. In the show notes, by the way, I have a link to a video I made of some easy chia pudding recipes. But you can also produce delicious vegan meals without using any exotic ingredients or techniques, familiar dishes that don't require any substitutions or imposters. In fact, you probably already have a few favorite vegan recipes without even realizing it. For example, although it wasn't really intentional, About a third of the recipes included in my book Nutrition Diva's Secrets for a Healthy Diet turn out to be vegan recipes, and another quarter could be made vegan by swapping out a single ingredient, such as using vegetable stock instead of chicken stock, or agave nectar instead of honey. My point is just that cooking for vegans needn't be daunting or intimidating. So there's no need to buy a bunch of unfamiliar foods retool your recipes, or take a crash course in tofu just because you have a vegan coming for dinner. With a little creativity, you can serve a delicious vegan dinner without your non-vegan guests even realizing it. And here are some ideas. For your appetizer course, cheese and crackers are obviously out, but instead you can serve guacamole, hummus, or eggplant dip with pita triangles or raw vegetables. Skip the queso and stick with salsa fresca and black bean dip with tortilla chips and everybody loves salted nuts. For salads, chopped eggs, crumbled cheese, and creamy dressings won't fly, but virtually any combination of raw or cooked vegetables, fruits, beans, grains, seeds, and oil-based dressings are fine. How about roasted beets and watercress with toasted sunflower seeds and a citrus vinaigrette? Or butter lettuce, steamed asparagus, and chopped hazelnuts drizzled with lemon juice and olive oil? Or how about arugula, shaved fennel, and pomegranate seeds with a pomegranate and walnut oil dressing? See how easy this is? In the show notes, which are at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com, you'll also find a link to my Asian-style broccoli salad. And you can make that vegan simply by substituting a pinch of sugar for the honey. Okay, let's move on to the soup course. You don't need dairy to make a creamy soup. Autumn vegetables like butternut squash, carrots, parsnips, and potatoes can be simmered in water or vegetable stock and pureed to creamy perfection. My recipe for silken asparagus soup, again, there's a link in the show notes, uses silken tofu for protein and creamy deliciousness, and that could be made vegan simply by substituting vegetable stock for the chicken stock. Split pea, black bean, and lentil soups, without the ham, of course, make hearty, vegan-friendly fare. Or for something light, you could try a savory miso broth with scallions. And now on to the main course. Now, here's the place where the absence of meat might be the most obvious. But there's no need to resort to a tofurkey unless you enjoy them. There are plenty of traditional dishes that just happen to be vegan, or so close to vegan that they can easily be made vegan pasta with homemade marinara or arrabbiata sauce, for example. Just skip the grated cheese. Two more of my favorite recipes, penne with sautéed chard and Louisiana red beans and rice, both of which just happen to be vegan, are included in the book Secrets for a Healthy Diet, along with a near-vegan recipe for sweet potato and cauliflower curry. You would just leave out the yogurt garnish. Now, if you're the type who likes to scan online recipe sites, most of them allow you to filter for dietary considerations, such as veganism. I usually go right to the Indian, Asian, and Middle Eastern categories, because these cuisines usually have lots of flavorful vegetarian fare. Okay, it's time for dessert. Now, cheesecake, ice cream, and creme brulee are not going to figure into a vegan menu, but one of my favorite desserts will a decorative platter of dried and fresh fruits, nuts in the shell, candied ginger, and dark chocolate. Or try my recipe for cocoa chia pudding. There's a link in the show notes. Believe it or not, I once spoke with a restaurant chef who really thought that chicken stock was vegetarian as long as all the meat had been strained out of it. Now, I'm assuming you would never make that mistake, but here are a few other less obvious ingredients that have no place in a vegan meal, along with suggestions for vegan alternatives. Real mayonnaise usually contains eggs, so look for egg-free mayo. Instead of parmesan cheese, try nutritional yeast. Gelatin, which is found in jello, jams, marshmallows, and gummy candies, is made from animal products so that's out. Now, vegan alternatives do exist, but you know watch out for excess sugar. Honey is not acceptable for vegans, so use maple syrup or agave, again, in moderation. You won't want to use butter, but you can substitute coconut or olive oil. Instead of egg noodles, look for egg-free pasta. Check the ingredient list of any breads or rolls that you might be serving to make sure that they don't have milk, dried milk, whey, or casein in them. And of course, lard is an animal product, so especially look at the ingredient lists for tortillas and refried beans. And lastly, orange juice or any other food with added omega-3s that often comes from fish sources, so you might want to choose non-fortified versions. If it's important that a dish be strictly vegan, remember to scan the ingredient list of any condiments or packaged foods, such as bread, for non-vegan ingredients, such as casein, rennet, gelatin, and whey, as well as more obvious ones like milk, eggs, cheese, honey, butter, and lard. Now, even if you're not a committed vegan, incorporating vegan cuisine into your diet is just another way to enjoy nutritious variety. And if you have a favorite vegan-friendly recipe or some resources to share, please post them for us on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. Have a great week, and remember to eat something good for me.